Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week 11 waiver wire pickups, trying to get some players that maybe can help you down the stretch here in these final four weeks of the fantasy regular season already, Jeff. I feel like we just started this thing. I think we were, I thought we were just talking rankings for the, the full, full season. And now we're here week 11. We got 11, 12, 13, and 14 left. That's it. And then we're in the playoffs. It's crazy that we got here this quickly. But here we go. Time to talk about some players. So, you know what? Top, the top waiver wire ad. This is, it has to be in my mind. Ramondre Stevenson, despite the fact that you do not know how it's going to play out with the Patriots backfield. And that's very, that's, that's, it's not great for a waiver wire ad. I mean, he's that player though. In like other times he would have been, he's a league winner type player. If Damian Harris had a season ending injury, right? This is the kind of player that you pick up late and wins you, wins you titles. Problem is Damian Harris has a concussion. He should be back next week. And that changes things. I still don't know if there's a better pickup though this week than Vermondre Stevenson. I think you, again, this isn't somebody you go spend everything on. Like you're going to put all your money on a guy you need this week, right? This is the play that you go get. Okay. Maybe this guy becomes the guy in a couple of weeks and he can win me a title. Once I get to the playoffs, it's hard to say that this is the guy you need. If you need a player next week, you go pick up Stevenson, even though I want to say that. What are you, what are your thoughts right now on Ramondre Stevenson? Cause this is like, it's a weird waiver week when like, I feel like the top guy isn't guaranteed work next week. We just don't know how it's going to play out. Yeah. I, mean, I, I agree with you. I think Stevenson is probably number one, just because of his upside and what he's, he would be capable of doing if, if Harris was held out for another week or if he just started losing carries to him. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen, but we've seen this kind of thing play out in new England before. Um, I think it more just speaks to the part of the season we're in at the moment. Hey, it, the, uh, you know, it's just a little bit bare bones. So you have to take a few more risks. Um, Stevenson would probably be not my number one. And honestly, at this point, I mean, it turns into like, who's number two, like that, that's how, how crazy we have to go. Like Jordan Howard might be number two. Well, it, it becomes a mix to me of the, there's three other players to me. It's, it's Jordan Howard, it's Boston Scott and it's Deontay Foreman. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Deontay Foreman, uh, yeah, I have a hard time believing in him, but I, yeah. I don't believe in it like really at all. But okay, here's the this is the, the dilemma you could have where you know you could pick up, you know, I would try if you need a running back for next week, I'd probably try to pick up both Stevenson and then another guy if you have that room. I'd pick up Stevenson and then go pick up Deontay Foreman. And honestly, if Harris comes back and we don't know it's going to play out, Deontay Foreman could be like the safer play, but he has Peterson there. And then Howard and Scott have each other. Like it's such, there isn't a sure thing, right? There just isn't a sure thing at all. Deontay Foreman probably gets you 50 to 60 yards. That's about as sure as you can get. Um, Howard and Scott have played well, but you could see a situation where they fall off easy. And um, Sanders is always there. He's coming back at some point. This is, this is rough if you really need a player. I, so for me personally, it's go and get Ramondre Stevenson. And that's the potential there. Foreman, Howard, and Scott do not have that league winning type potential in my mind. Ramondre Stevenson's does, even though we don't know how it's going to work out yet. But we've also seen huge games from Patriots running backs that you never heard from again, like Jonas Gray, however many years ago that was, right? It's happened. 
it's it wouldn't be the craziest thing except i saw I, he looked good in preseason we could see the talent was there and he just he was a rookie early on right and he he wasn't playing because of other things like missed blocks and stuff like that where it seems like he's you know got a little better at that kind of stuff and they trust him more now and now he's getting his opportunity but is yeah, he better I mean, than damian harris probably not but yeah. i don't think he, damian harris is that much better than him I just don't think he, it, they're, they're probably, they're similar, right? Right. I, I think exactly. They are similar. And if I had to guess, like Harris would still be the guy I would rather have, obviously. And the yeah. best case for scenario for the next couple of weeks for Stevenson, if Harris comes back, is just that he finally gets playing time again and he would, he'd be able to establish himself we've seen it before where especially in a in an offense where you have Mac Jones you're not throwing deep you know their their wide receivers aren't scary um you know they're going to use a lot of different running backs so if he's the one that hits and he turns into the goal line back which i have to believe would still be Harris but you yep. never know Stevenson is a uh an aggressive runner whatever you want to call it i think he would do well in the red zone then, then maybe he could carve out a spot for himself, but you have to pick him up because you have to find out. And, and this would be the time where he does have a few games to, you know, what if? What if he, he just, they ride the mm-hmm. hot hand and, and that guy's on fire? I mean, he had a great game, but you got to yep. take the shot. Yep. Um, some other names I guess I'll throw out. They're not for pickups this week, but this is still the time where you start looking at handcuffs, right? So, um, Alexander Madison's owning 40.8% of league, so just above our usual 40% threshold. But again, if you have Delvin Cook, especially with the news that came down this past week about Delvin Cook, you better have Alexander Madison on your team. You there is no again, I look at this number and I say there's 60% of leagues. There are 60% of leagues out there that Alexander Madison is on a free agent, he's on a waiver wire. How are you if you're a Delvin Cook owner, those 60 percent of leagues go pick him up right now. If you're not, go pick him up if you have the bench spot. Other ones, um, we're recording this before the Monday night game, so I don't know how Jeff Wilson's going to play, if he's going to play at all. But I, I do feel like he is probably the guy to have um, handcuff um, Elijah Mitchell. It feels like Jeff Wilson would get the opportunity if, let's say, Mitchell went down. Who's Mitchell's been hurt, like, majority of the season, to be honest. He's playing well, but he goes into every weekend with a questionable tag, and he's missing practices. He's not full contact in practices. It's been happening every single week, and Jeff Wilson is just coming back now healthy. So I think if you are a, um, if you own Elijah Mitchell, you should have Jeff Wilson. Obviously, maybe that's completely off. If you're listening to this after Monday night, who knows what happened? But that's another one you should probably have. Um, another, the other handcuff I would throw out there is Sony Michelle. Um, he's owned in 26.9 percent of leagues. I feel like if there was ever a scenario where Daryl Henderson went down, Sony Michelle's probably a pretty good add. You know, there'll be some good volume there. I'm not saying he's going to be amazing, but that he'd probably be a solid type, a solid player, right? So, and then I guess this is way, you know, this shouldn't be out there, but if AJ Dillon happened to be available in a league, obviously he supersedes everything. He's number one, but he's most likely not in majority. He's owned in, um, he's owned in 59% of leagues. So there is 40% of leagues where AJ Dillon is out there, which is, you know, obviously if AJ Dillon's out there in your league, he's the number one ad, not even no question about it. So you go get him wide receiver wise here, Jeff. I guess we just throw out the usual suspects, right? Rashad Bateman, Elijah Moore, throw those names out there again. There isn't really too much to me of like, there's no sure things out there. So I'm going to throw out those prospects. Bateman keeps looking better. What do you have six for 80 this past week? I like what I'm seeing from Rashad Bateman. 
So I really think he needs to be added. And Elijah Moore, too, it's a late garbage time touchdown, but hey, he's still got another one. He's only 36% of leagues. So I don't know if you have any other names you like there, wide receiver. <laughs> I mean, I'd be reaching. I mean, I really would. I, I mean, I, I guess uh, a few guys down below, or one guy in particular, I guess, that I'm just kind of intrigued to see where he goes. Um, but the Saints offense is kind of in flux at the moment, and I am kind of interested in Deontay Harris. You know, he's just starting to get the uh, the targets that you want to see, and he's had some success with it. And with Jameis going down, I think that he's kind of the speedster they could kind of go to other than than having the number one in Callaway. So he's one of them I'm going to be keeping my eye on because I think the last three games he's looked pretty good. But other than that, um, you know, you're you're taking you're taking a yeah. shot at, at I mean, not you a be, whole lot going on. So I say, I mean, other than Harris, so you got the other pass catchers from the Saints. If you're if you want to take a shot on one of them, Callaway and um, Traquan Smith are both out there. I guess the real one you want to take if you're just going for a home run hitter, possibly Jamal Agnew. <laughs> That's a real like, hey, you know what? I'm going to take a shot in the dark here. I need a big play. Maybe I get lucky. Maybe Jamal Agnew does something nuts. Yeah, that's that's real risky, but it is. He doesn't get many opportunities, no, but he he's doesn't. made the most out of the last few games. So he's he's intriguing, but I don't but think that that's target <laughs> share is going to go up at all. No, that's that's the real, real risky play that you're just like, eh, I really need something here. But yeah, there's just not a lot there, right? The, the, just not much you're looking for at wide receiver no, right now. I, I mean, I don't trust it at all either. No, there is. If you're, if you're really. Brian Edwards is still interesting to me with, with, you know, rugs being in the situation he is. Um, he doesn't get a lot of balls thrown well, his way, but so, he is the, kind of like the normal type of wide receiver you would want. He did catch a, a touchdown uh, against KC, made it look yeah. better. He's had two touchdowns in the last three games they played. But then again, he went completely shut out against the Giants. So he's he's one that I don't think he's pulling it together this year, but he'd be one that's at least in a position that he yep. could get you some points. Yep. Um, yeah, it's about it at, at wide receiver for me. At tight end, it's, again, this position kind of sucks, but <laughs> I guess if you're chasing touchdowns, you can go get Tyler Conklin, but it was just touchdowns. I mean, but I guess that's all that matters is tight end, right? Just tight touchdowns are all that matters. You got two of them there but he only now has three on the season. He did have those seven targets in each of the last two games before this one. This one was only five targets, but two touchdowns, seven targets against Baltimore, seven targets against Dallas. So Tyler Conklin, if you don't really have any other plays, that's not the worst. Dan Arnold, to me, is slightly interesting. He caught um, five balls for 67 yards against the Colts, but it's more of the targets that I'm liking here. These last three games, 10 targets, seven targets, seven targets. Those games have been eight for 68, four for 65 for 67. You pair that with a touchdown one of these weeks, and that's a pretty good play. That's that's what you like to see from a tight end is if you get 60 yards and you have that potential for a touchdown, that's sometimes all you need or all, you, all you're hoping for. So that's, a, to me, an interesting play, I would say. That's a definitely something to look for, um, Dan Arnold, if you really, you know, need something. I don't know if there's any other tight ends you see out there under 40% for you. Um, no, <laughs> just isn't no, not a whole lot. Um, 
I mean, Hunter Henry's still only Hunter Henry's only owned in fifty four percent of leagues yet. Still, yeah. 40. I mean, I was gonna say that forty percent is a real hard cutoff for us. But uh, below that, um, Cole Komet is I feel like kind of coming on. But it's the same thing where I'm looking more at targets rather than what he's been able to do. He hasn't caught a yeah. touchdown yet, which you desperately need as the tight end position. But the last, you know, four games, five targets, six, six, eight. He's going in the right direction. They're coming off a bye. You'll go Baltimore, then Detroit, then Arizona. Um, if you're in a real pinch, I would be kind of interested in him. And then the upside of, you know, Uzama for Cincinnati, he's had big games, but in tight end, uh, you, you can roll the die with someone like that because it's not going to matter. He went on by, so a bunch of people dropped him. So he's going to be only owned in about 20% of the league. So you yep. can get him, um, which is probably where I would go. I think, well, he's still, I think because of those big games, he's ranked as a top five tight end overall in standard just shows you how bad tight end is but so he would be the other one that I would mention all right let's look at some streaming quarterbacks let's see if we can find one for somebody this week um last week it would have been Carson Wentz and it did not play out for you so sorry about that Carson Wentz seemed like an easy play but it just didn't work out all right so I'm gonna if I go around the 50 percent mark at quarterback here that puts you at Matt Ryan he plays the Patriots don't want to do that um especially after what Matt Ryan just did with the with the Falcons just did um you know, with the Cowboys, they look terrible. Patriots have been coming on pretty good. So you don't want to go with that one. Baker, okay, Baker against the Lions should be the play. That should be a good play. But Baker is so banged up right now that I don't know if it is. But again, that seems like a solid play to me. It really does, despite the injuries, despite how the team's been playing. Baker Mayfield against the Lions should be a, a good streaming play. Maybe not the best, though. Tua against the Jets, again, should be, if Tua plays, which he should, because he played, he came in last week, so it should be fine now. That should be a solid option too, right? Baker against the Lions, Tua against the Jets, solid options. But how do you feel about Mac Jones going against the Falcons? Uh, once again, if if you got, he would probably be under those other guys because I could see this turning into just let's rush the ball as many times as we can. Could. Yeah. Because Every time I'm like, Oh, this is a good matchup. Maybe they'll right. try to go out of their way. It has not turned into that. In fact, you know, I mean, against the jets, he did very well three Oh seven and two touchdowns. I didn't expect him to throw three touchdowns against Cleveland. So this offense is kind of all over the place and he hasn't done enough for me to really put my faith in him, mm-hmm. but Atlanta's really struggled. So if you're in a pinch, he would be lower on my list. Okay. But so Baker, Tua, Mac Jones is after that. Um, that's pretty much it, though. You're not going Daniel Jones against the Bucks. Trevor Lawrence against Niners, no. Just So Justin think, Fields, I'll say Justin yeah. Fields here, he's playing against Baltimore. That could be a play. But either way, even if you're looking, if you are streaming at all, go pick up Justin Fields now for week 12 against Detroit. Yeah. Get it now for that. And if you want to play against Baltimore, it's not the worst thing in the world. Baltimore doesn't shut people down right now. They're not scary at all. No, and he's he's done a lot better in his last yeah. two games. He was abysmal before that. Yeah. But um, you know, he's found a way and his rushing is really coming along, which is great. That yep. that that will probably save you. Yeah, but definitely go pick him up, even if you don't want to play him this week for week 12 against the Lions. That should be a great matchup. Cam Newton's interesting because we if he probably we don't know his status for the um week 11 if he's going to get the start or not plays against washington if he does you're probably not going to start him right away right if you get cam newton you're going to see what you have in him against miami it could be interesting i don't know i mean he would probably out of the guys we talked about i would probably put him maybe i might put him third really against mac ahead of mac jones you think or i I think i'd put him ahead of mac jones honestly yeah 
I'm, I'm, you know, that one's a little dangerous, but at the same time, I know that he can, you know, you get him at the one yard line, yep. he can get that, that QB sneak, you know, that he's going to dump a bunch off to make, you know, uh, um, the you know, pretty much anyone and he had that connection with Robbie Anderson it kind of all, all right. points me in the direction that he can get an easy touchdown and then anything else is kind of gravy on top none yeah. of these guys really stand out to me at the moment to the point where I think Justin Fields is in that top three as well which I never yeah. thought I would say yeah it's Justin just Fields a rough week for QBs as well so those would be my my top three I guess all right let's move over to defenses find find some streaming defenses here for people um, you know, I'll actually go about 57% because they're, that's where I'll start us off with the Browns. So if the Browns are out there, they're playing against Detroit, go get them, go get them, play them, feel great about it and wait for Jared Goff to throw you a couple picks if they even let him throw the ball, <laughs> but get the Browns. I don't care that they gave up 45 points to the Patriots. The Lions are the, how you get right in the NFL. You will, you'll feel much better. So go get, the, go get the Browns Niners against Jacksonville. I like that one too. Jacksonville is, you know, they don't win games. If they do win games, they've won twice, but they don't win by other offense. So go get, go get the 49ers. I like that one. Panthers against Washington. That's interesting too. Look, they just did to the Cardinals. It was an injured yeah. Cardinals team, but still Washington's an up and down type team. Taylor Heineke could go out and throw a couple of picks or he could go and throw a few touchdowns. You never know, but Panthers are interesting as well. And then Titans playing against Houston. They'd probably be my number one pick. So up. Titans against Houston. What Browns against Lions, 49ers against Jacksonville, then maybe Panthers against Washington. There's like four, and then oh, Dolphins against Jets. Dolphins have played really good there for a couple of weeks. They've had two yeah. great games. I actually had a league last week. I had a league where I played the Dolphins two weeks ago. Um, who who are they playing two weeks? I don't remember now. They were playing Texans, maybe. Whatever they were playing, and. Let's see here. They're playing. Yeah, they're playing the Texans two weeks ago, week nine. So I had them in my lineup. I forgot to change them out on Thursday night. I forgot to change them out against Baltimore. Of course, I would change them out against Baltimore, right? You're not going to roll with the Dolphins. Oh, I did. And it worked. <laughs> it was a big day for me. I got so lucky. <laughs> you screw up and you get the get, you look like a genius. Oh, I knew all along. Of course, I was yeah, playing the Dolphins defense. But they're playing pretty well, actually. So Honestly, if you're streaming defenses, this is the best week we've had out there for you. There's a, there's actually options out there. But there's you, a lot. And Chris. and what, one more thing I do want to say about Tennessee, because right now that defense, because they're – I don't know why so many people dropped them, but they did. So now that they're out there, yeah, uh, they've had them. a very good, very good run of games. They're playing really, really well. And even more so, they have a great schedule coming up here. So they have Houston, and then they have New England, which – you know, it not, you know, neither yeah. here nor there. Like it should yeah. be a low scoring event. You would think every time yeah. I say that they blow up, but that that's a fine one. So Houston, then new England, then they have a bye, and then they get Jacksonville and Pittsburgh in weeks 14 and 15, which I love both of those matchups. And even if you have to go into 16 and 17, that's San Fran and Miami, right. if you get them, then you can just supplement with one other defense. This yep. would, this is kind of a golden goose at the moment. I would go out and make sure you get them because they're yep, owning sure. less than, you know, less than 50% of the league. So hundred percent. Um, and then if you're looking for next week, if you're fine for this upcoming week, you need something for next week, go look at the bears playing against the lions. That's a, that'll yeah, be a solid a good one, <laughs> you know, so get, get, a, get ahead of it, right. Go get ahead of it now and go pick up the bears for week um, 12. If you need a defense for them. So there we go. There's actually some good options here. Streaming defense this is one of our best weeks we've had yet on that, but all right, that'll do it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. 
with the mailbag episode of the show. So make sure you guys get your questions in. Go check out Instagram.com slash fantasy football profit. Check out the post there. Ask them there. Send us emails, fantasy football profit at gmail.com. Or if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash fantasy football profit. Comment on well, this video right here and we'll get your questions answered on the show. Talk to you guys then.